0: Thanks to Audible for supporting this episode of Market Foolery for a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial. Go to audible.com/fool or text the word "fool" to 500-500. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. Joining me in studio today from Supernova, David Kretzmann. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. Happy 2018. We're actually taping this a little early. So, premature, but hey. Yeah, exactly. We're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. Um it, and part of the reason we're taping it early is because you're heading out to Las Vegas in early January along with 150,000 of your closest friends. Oh yeah, to uh to CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, which is I mean, it's the biggest consumer electronics trade show in the world.
1: Yeah, and it's increasingly become more of a tech-oriented Display. So, two years ago, we had Netflix steal the show when they announced that they were going full global with their expansion. You had Reed Hastings really just steal the show there. Uh, last year, you had Under Armour pitching more of its connected fitness stuff, which obviously over the past How'd year. how that work out? Yeah, that hasn't worked out so well. Not as well as uh, Netflix a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, yeah. But you also had NVIDIA last year. Yeah, NVIDIA worked out quite well. So, yeah, it really varies. You see a lot of uh, content companies, which we'll talk about. Uh, so, really, anything to do with tech, mobile, that whole space, um, content included in there, entertainment, uh, you, you really just have such a wide array of, of companies and trends and technologies that are pitched um,
0: at CES, which is a lot of fun. And it, you look at, I mean, this is a massive event, both in terms of the number of people who go, the number of countries that are typically more than 50 countries around the world are represented in some form uh, in the exhibit space. And speaking of the exhibit space, 11 venues, more than 2.5 million square feet of exhibit space, so I hope you packed really comfortable shoes.
1: That's that's the plan. Yeah, you only see a fraction of everything there, because we will have some interviews um, you know, that are already arranged by the time we get out there. So, I'm hoping this year we actually have a little more time to walk some of the floor space and see some of the, d- the different exhibits and companies that are kind of pitching their latest and greatest technologies. But, yeah, you, you know that when you go there, you're only going to see a small sliver of everything that's there.
0: And just the categories alone. I mean, you can just you could break this down by categories, and and we're not you know we're not taking this podcast to CES, but if we did, we could do easily do a week's worth of episodes when you consider you've got robotics and AI, yeah. You've got health and wellness. You've got esports, Internet of Things, automotive, um, startups. Uh, I mean, it's just it's such a massive event. To go back to the keynotes, though, you and I were talking about this earlier. Um, I don't know, not as exciting this year. I mean, you've got the CEO of Ford Motor, you've got the CEO of Intel. Those are two big, consequential companies, but it's I don't know. It it doesn't seem to have the sizzle of a Netflix or an Nvidia.
1: No, looking at the list of keynotes this year, it definitely seems like more of a sleeper <laughs> list of uh, of speakers. Um, yeah, yeah, because over the past couple of years, like we talked about, you had Netflix, you had Under Armour, you had NVIDIA, companies that were much sexier, for lack of a better term. And maybe that is the best term we can use there. And I, I was also interested to see that on Wednesday, almost all of the, the keynote speakers there are in the content, entertainment, media category. So, you have David Zaslav from Discovery Communications, you have executives from Comcast, a YouTube, Turner, and Hulu. So. To me, just looking at the list of speakers and a lot of the companies that will be there, it seems like content and entertainment and media will really be more of a focal point this year than it has been in past years. Obviously, two years ago, you had Netflix make a huge splash at CES, but it seems like you have a lot of these media companies. Uh, c- coming to CES and looking for a bigger presence there, and obviously with uh, Disney going after Fox now, you're seeing a lot of shakeups and, and discussions of you know what does the f- future of media look like. So I think that that'll be um, uh, on the forefront of everyone's minds at CES this
0: year. Uh, that's that's what I think is setting itself up to be maybe the most interesting main stage event. Is uh, it's uh, executives from uh, Turner Broadcasting and Hulu and the title is Reimagining Television A Conversation with Hulu and Turner. And of course this was something that was arranged weeks, if not months ago, and now with the very recent news that Disney is gonna be the majority owner of Hulu, I mean I I, I It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that, because you have to believe that that is going to dominate the conversation.
1: Yeah, the, the title of that keynote, that session is appropriate now, because I think now that Disney does have majority of control of Hulu, uh, it will, really will be reimagining the future of what Hulu looks like. And so far, Bob Iger has really pitched it that Hulu will be where the adult-themed content that always sounds so weird to say, but right. that, that Hulu will really be the branch for you know not not so much the family-friendly content, but more the uh, you know the, the gritty, violent, um, you know, for lack of a better word, adult content. So uh, now, now
0: that we own FX, that's where we're going to put the <laughs> yeah. FX content. FX doesn't really fit in alongside Bambi. <laughs> not really. Um, Having slightly dissed the um, the CEOs of Intel and Ford Motor, I, I want to try and make it up at least at least to Jim Hackett at Ford Motor because connected cars it has been uh, a presence at, a, a pretty prominent presence at CES for the last couple of years, and in mid January, of course, is the big uh, auto show in uh, Detroit. And uh, it's, it's an incredibly busy time for the automotive industry because they, they really are spending maybe not as much time at CES as they are at the auto show, but certainly spending a lot of time there. So it, I, I think that um, while I'm more personally I'm more intrigued for what could come out of the reimagining television conversation, it would, uh, it would not be a shock if uh, Jim Hackett made some news um, with, you know, the connected car space.
1: Yeah, and I think the same goes for Intel because Intel uh, acquired Mobileye uh, over the past year, uh, really trying to make a bigger push into the the chips and technology that go into powering uh, autonomous vehicles. And and Ford, to its credit, has done done a lot to uh, venture into the ride sharing space and to autonomous vehicles. So it's not like they're sitting on their hands with this. But uh, yeah, they. they do, they do have the challenge of being an established business, uh, you know, in, in the vehicle space, and then trying to find ways to not get disrupted by these emerging trends and technologies. And they seem to be doing a nice job with that. So it will be interesting to see, um, yeah, what. What they have to say at CES, and then obviously the the automotive show a week or two after CES. But um, yeah, a little bit more of a sleeper name as far as a keynote speaker goes. But yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't be surprised if they have some some news, especially within that connected car category or the ride sharing space uh, to announce at CES.
0: All right, I want to get to how you're deciding to split up your time number, but first, I want to say thanks to Audible for supporting this episode of Market Foolery. For our dozens of listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial. If you want to listen to it, good news, Audible has it. Just go to audible.com slash Fool or text Fool to the number 500-500, and you can browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Download a title free and start listening. It is that easy. Audible also has exclusives and original audio shows. I just started listening to um, vacation land true stories from painful beaches which is uh, the latest book from John Hodgman um, uh, uh, Hodgman's a really funny guy and I find that audiobooks uh, particularly if it's something to do with comedy if the author himself or herself is reading it then it really it really pops because you 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 literally hear it in their own voice. Um, that was the case with Steve Martin's book, and, and that is certainly the case with John Hodgman's book uh, about my home, his time in my home state of Maine. Uh, Audible also has the Send This Book feature. You can share a book from your library with anyone, and if it's their first time accepting a book through this feature, they can listen for free. And they also have speed control. We've heard that from listeners of this podcast and others, that they like to speed up, uh, various podcasts, depending who's on it. So, you can yep. do that with Audible. You can listen faster or slower. Narration at the speed that suits you. So, get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com. Or text FOOL to 500-500. That's audibl f o o l Or text the word FOOL to 500-500. With so much content, with all these different venues, And this does seem like one of those years where, when you look at the lineup of featured speakers at CES, No one's really leaping out to you. So, that frees up a little bit of time. How do you decide, as an investor, as an analyst, how do you decide what you're going to focus on? Well, we we can get a
1: list of all the exhibitors. So, a lot of what we do, uh, it'll be me and maybe one or two other analysts uh, or people who are going out to CES, and we'll just skim through uh, the list of companies that will be there and see if there are any companies that we're familiar with that are in some of The Motley Fool's services as recommendations. So, uh, and and thankfully we have Matt Greer who behind the scenes will. Help, help us set up interviews with some of these companies, so we have an idea of where to go, when to go there, and who we're going to be talking to. So, having some of that set up beforehand really makes it a lot easier uh, to navigate. So, like, we'll, we'll be talking to some executives from NVIDIA Sunday night, which will be kind of the first night that we fly in there, and NVIDIA is having an event for the press. Uh, where They'll probably be making some announcements, and that will be a chance for us to catch up on the latest there. Uh, Skywork Solutions is a company that we uh, talk to quite a bit. Um, and then just some other companies that that look interesting to us that we think we could have a good conversation with that we're interested in and that our members might be interested in, uh, and then one of the perks, I guess you could call it that, with getting a press badge as soon as you sign up for it, a lot of companies will pitch uh, their event or their booth, their exhibition to you, uh, and I'd say one of the. Weirdest ones or most surprising ones is a pitch for the world's first robot suitcase. So this is an autonomous suitcase that follows you around. It uh, has Bluetooth and you know security features and (laughs) all these things. It's like, well, I don't think that's ever anything I've (laughs) thought about or I don't know if I even need it,
0: even after hearing about it, especially when it has a price tag over a thousand bucks. So it's it like that's the feature because if, if you tell me robot suitcase the first place my brain goes to is oh it's going to pack for me cuz i might <laughs> that would up, be nice i might pay up for a suitcase that will do the packing for me but this is just oh you don't have to pull it you don't have to carry it and you don't have to pull it on wheels it will like R2D2 it'll just or BB8 it'll just wheel itself and stick with you.
1: That's actually brilliant. Because I think if it looked like R2-D2 or BB-8, <laughs> I actually might <laughs> go ahead and buy that. But, yeah, it doesn't pack for you. It can go up to almost seven miles an hour, according to the press release uh, that the company sent along. So, yeah, it really just follows you around. Uh, I think I think it tethers to your phone, so through Bluetooth or something, and it can just follow you based on where your phone is at. You need to use your, um, you know, your fingerprint to, to open it up. And and apparently, when when it's just at home, it can roam around the the home and be kind of a security guard. That's another thing they uh, they they pitch you on. Yeah, no, it seems a little bit scattered here. So this is not a company. You know, if I was a venture capital investor, this is not a company I would be leaping to right away. Um, Yeah. So the world's first robot suitcase. Out of curiosity, I might just swing by and check it out.
0: I was just going to say, I think, um, I I think that, yeah, I think that's a go by. Tweet out a photo. What was the You were there last year, wasn't there? Like some enormous, like glowing rubber duck or something like that. What was that thing?
1: Edwin the smart duck. Yeah, it was really just like a a Bluetooth speaker uh, (laughs) housed in a rubber ducky, and uh, you know that's the type of thing. Hey, you know I actually might use that every now and then. So we'll see if Edwin the smart duck is still there, and if there's anything that can possibly top that. But I I have my doubts that that can
0: be topped. All right, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more when you return. But uh, have a great time. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about in The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market MarketFoolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.